Welcome to another Fanium podcast. I'm Tommy Morrissey's All Day DK. We have your NFL picks, some DFS picks as well, and then I will go through my college football minute that normally lasts five minutes. <laughs> but I put some music on it. It's kind of cool. Anyway, we'll start talking about last week. DK, thoughts, questions, concerns, pluses, minuses from last week. Yeah, a nice little Wednesday special podcast with Tommy. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I should mention we're doing this day early for you guys because Thanksgiving games. Even though now there's only two of them, but whatever. Right, Wednesday special. I don't know. I'm not doing too much. It's Thanksgiving. Staying safe. But yeah, we're just uh, doing it there early. So it should make things a little more interesting than it usually is in this 2020 season we're living in right now. So uh, yeah, let's go over last week. Um, kind of a wild week, huh, Tommy? Like a lot of things I uh, kind of leaned on didn't go that way. Um, like, Big one right off the top of that is the Miami game. Um, I think it was like 97% of the money was on Miami. The moment I heard that, I was like, oh, I hate all my bets on Miami <laughs> right now. And I was like, oh, that's just like exactly what I want. don't want to hear this year. This season, in betting, I was like, that's just like a – just it's the worst thing you want to hear. But, yes, what happens, Denver beats Miami, and Vegas just is so happy. Um that was just the one that really, really stung. Uh, you know, Green Bay Indy game, I, I definitely am so pro-favored Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay this season. I think they're really good. But, dude, and I, and I, I'm, I fade every single week. Indy, I don't understand it. I don't understand this team. Um, and they pulled it off. But, like, pulled it off with four turnovers that were, like, just – kind of out-of-the-ball turnovers for Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. One that was very big in overtime with MVS. And that fumble lost in the game. Um, yeah, just weird, dude. Tampa getting beat up by the Rams. You got that KC game with uh, the Raiders going down to the last minute. Chargers. Like, how many times do I have to warn you about the Raiders, by the way? How many, how many times do you have to, have to tell you? No, they dude, play with everybody. So Raiders, Raiders against every other opponent isn't good for some reason. Okay, Raiders, KC, they play well against the Chiefs. They're the one team that, like, I agree, just has a playbook and they compete against the Chiefs every single game. Um, even when their defense doesn't practice all week, like, they just it's just a divisional matchup and it just it just works, you know. Uh, so, you know, Chargers a good first half, like, going to cover what happens. They don't cover. You know, brutal things, dude, like seeing Joe Burrow to get, go down, hurt badly. Atlanta putting him no offense. Like, dude, do I have to keep on going last week? Like, where does it end right here? <laughs> it just, like, stinks all over. Like, Detroit getting beat up by P.J. Walker. Like, you know, the, it just... It was just a really interesting week in the NFL for me personally. Um, just things that you just like you, you go into it, you thought you had it good, and it just, and just, yeah, it's made no sense. So, yeah, that was my last. I don't really know if there's much good in this one. Uh, how about you, Tommy? Well, the, the Detroit, Detroit getting goose eggs is pretty crazy. I mean, like, that, it's, it's one thing to lose, another thing to not score a point, and that's. Would be pretty upsetting to me, but Detroit fan. 
Oh yeah, I mean, I tried tried to warn you about a, a few things. Like, I, I got a couple things right. Texans, I got right, and then the Colts yeah. got right. But I feel I feel dirty about the Colts win because that that was a that was that should not have happened. That was a fumble that yeah. caused the win there. That I won't take credit for that one. So anyway, college football, I I went even again. I'm stuck breaking even three three and one. One game canceled because of COVID, so that wouldn't count either. So. I'm stuck at even. This is like three weeks in a row I've gone even, but I, I will I will be above 500 this week. I oh, yeah. part of me wants to just like throw out a crazy bet on Twitter about if you just bet with me and you lose, I'll just pay you back. Uh, I'm like so sure I'm not going to lose more than I win. Yeah, I, I I like got really bored on Saturday and I guys like do not bet college, and so I just was just like well whatever and I just like started clicking on some some bets and I sent the parlay to Tommy. And he just was like, I shock emoji, like, uh, good luck with that one. <laughs> it was like a $25 parlay, six, seven team to win what, like five, six hundred. <laughs> totally guessing. But yeah, that's, that's why you don't listen to me as college. So fun stuff. Um, yeah, should we go into week 12? Like trying to do our best Wednesday, guys. Usually this is Thursday night. Like every day matters. In this 2020 season, injuries, COVID, everything you can imagine. Uh, and so Tommy and I are going to do our best to give you the best direction and how to attack this week of NFL. Um, and let's start. I got I got a Thanksgiving game. Okay. So, yeah. So we, the way we do this again, if – DK's going to go through his. I have mine picked as well. If there's any games that we have the same thing of, I will stop him and I will I will yeah. tell him what I had. And I have one Thanksgiving game too, so here we go. Yeah, so you're going off Thanksgiving. Let's start with that. Gobble, gobble. Um, Houston versus Detroit. Houston's a three-point favorite. Um, I, just, I, I just basically gave you my reasoning on this about last week. I just don't believe in Detroit. They just got spanked by P.J. Walker. P.J. Walker did look really good, and, and Carolina just has a really good play calling, really good coaching. I just don't be- think the Detroit team believes in their coaching staff at this point. Um, you're not going to have Golday. D. Swift looks like he probably is more likely not going to play tomorrow as well. Houston's rushing is terrible, but like I just can't trust Stafford without Golday to beat up Houston. You have Cobb just went on IR with Houston. Um, but I just I just believe in Deshaun. They looked great against New England last week. Uh, I got Houston minus three. I'm not scared about it at all either. So you should be because I went the other way. Cool. I don't think I don't think it's gonna happen to Detroit twice. I think that's embarrassing it won't happen twice. I I fall for this trap a lot where I say that they can't be that bad. I, I, I just got to bet for them this time because they can't be that bad. I got Detroit plus three. I see it happening. We shall oh. see, though. You and I, we, we shall see. We will see, and we will see you, early. Yeah, Detroit got spanked by Carolina. What about the week before that? Who did they play? They beat Washington by three, they but didn't bar- cover. They barely. Right? They didn't cover, yeah. So it, Houston's, Houston's record is bad, but they're good – Deshaun Washington's is too talented. Um, yeah, the defense isn't that great, but I just, yeah, I, I just, I just think I just don't think Detroit believes in their coaching staff. And uh, yeah, and we did De- De- DeAndre Swift does not play uh, tomorrow, 
and they're going to have to rely on Adrian Peterson. I just like, in swim place, I might be a little, I might well, say this a little bit harder, but if he does, if he's out tomorrow, because Goldie is officially out, there's no, there's no way. He's just, there's no way that running game is going to be able to do anything. So, so I'll add this in my disappointments because I thought Adrian Peterson would have a good game because he's like timeless. He was horrible last week. Seven carries, uh, 18 yards. Carry on Johnson. They gave him a chance. Six carries, 17 yards. It was bad. You're right. It was bad. Okay. It was bad. So, um, skipping a lot of the next games that I'm not going to really go into. And to let you guys know, for sure, the Baltimore Pittsburgh game is supposed to be tomorrow night. Honestly, super looking forward to that game. It is now postponed to Sunday. So, um, hopefully, the Baltimore team will play a little bit more healthier. But, um, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not really touching. I do think, yeah, I'm just going to skip some of these games. Um, I like, I'm going to touch on this really quickly. It's not really one of my games. I do think Giants are going to have spank on the Bengals. It's just too low hanging fruit. I don't like picking. I went the other that, way on that. I, I don't like. I don't like picking a team that just it should beat up, and it just really hurt me seeing Burrow. But Burrow went down last week, so um, I'm not just. I'm not going to touch that. I'm just not going to make that one of my picks. But Tommy, you went Bengals. I'm going to go Bengals. They just announced Allen's going to start as opposed to Ryan Finley. Five and a half points. Win one for Joe. They're not going to win the game. But I, I, I just, uh, it's just too obvious of a bet to pick, to pick the Giants. It's just too obvious. I think, I think everyone in the world yeah. is going to pick the Giants. So, For sure. Money line. Yeah, I just like think. Right right I now, think, as of right now, as of right now, I'll just tell you right now. As of right now, 79% of the money is on the Giants. And of all the bets, 69% of the bets are on the Giants. That is too many on one side. Vegas is not that stupid. Take the Bengals. <laughs> Bad defense. Finley is not good. He's not uh, playing, dude. So what do you what do you think this bet would have? Well, Finley's not playing. No, uh, Brandon Allen's playing. Okay, really? I did not know that. You announced that today. Good news. Um, what do you think? Just crazy enough. If Burrow was playing this week, what would what would have been the spread? What would you what would you pick? Yeah, that was like probably it'd probably be a pick 'em game. You think so? I also like at minus two and a half Bengals. I don't think he's worth seven points. You think so? I, maybe. Yeah, I think it'd be a pick'em game. Yeah, interesting. It's like how much of a sway that one person was to the team. So, yeah, Burrow is uh, wishing the best of luck. I wish you rapid recovery. Um, yeah, I just hate seeing that with a rookie quarterback who has such a good season. Um, okay, my next pick uh, going into is Cleveland versus Jacksonville. Cleveland's a minus. Six and a half favorite. That line's kind of moving a little interesting right now. But uh, is it official that Luton isn't the quarterback of the Jacksonville Jaguars this week? Not Mike? this week. Mike Lennon. Mike Lennon. Mike Lennon is starting. That's what I have as well. Uh, and also, fun fact, none of the Jags defensive coaches can practice with the team this week, and they're not going to be on the sidelines. Um, so... Jacksonville, again, worst defense in the NFL. Cleveland has had some interesting last couple of weeks because of weather and being at home. So it's really the hard to go out that basis with them and, and what they're capable of. Um, Chubb's back. The running game is nasty. I just think they're going to run all over Jacksonville. I think Baker's going to you know, do his thing and throw for at least two touchdowns. Um, I, uh, I got... I got Cleveland minus six and a half over Jacksonville. All right. So I don't have this game, but I just wanted to point out a fun fact to you that I saw on Twitter because I didn't invent this, but 
here it is. So Mike Lennon was replaced by Mitch Trubisky, who was replaced by Nick Foles, who was replaced by Gardner Minshew, who was replaced by Jake Ludden, who was replaced by Mike Lennon. Full circle right there. Pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Okay, you go you go your next pick. You do the next one. All right, I'll go to the next one here real quick. I'm going to go I, – I like New England again this week. They are plus two and a half over the Cardinals. Cardinals, I feel like, is kind of the 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 sexy pick so far. What does scare me a lot I'm, – I'm, or actually, sorry, what, what does help me a lot in my thought process here, Arizona, 69% of the betting percentage on them and 83% of the total money. Nobody believes in the Patriots. I do. I know Cam Newton's passing stats aren't great, but they, they manage the game. They play well. They've had some stinkers, but I think they've kind of started to figure it out. So I like New England there. What are your thoughts on that? I definitely didn't have that game on my list. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm indifferent. So, yeah, I, I like Arizona in this game. I think they just overrated. So uh, I, gotta, I have Arizona in this game. There you go. Well, so, uh, you, yeah, you want to get the next one or you want me to go? Uh, I'll go the next one. And this is one I was like looking to avoid because I think it's such a good matchup, tough game to pick. But you gotta, you, we have to talk about this game. And what makes it even more fun is we're all, we're both gonna pick who we think is gonna win this. And it's the week, a game of the week: Kansas City Chiefs versus the Tampa Bay Bucks. I think like Brady signed with the Bucks to stack this to stack this offense, you know, with this really good defense to hopefully match up with the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Like this is this is what this was the move was to be done. This is what we are all like possibly looking forward to seeing in the Super Bowl. Um you know, this is why Brady had that pen and just got to sign whomever he wanted to bring Antonio Brown on. Uh it's a really interesting game. A lot of experts are Favoring the Bucks plus three and a half in this game. <laughs> I'm going Kansas City Chiefs here, Tommy. Um, I'm fading the Bucks. I just the last couple of weeks they have not been looking good. We have kind of been seeing the older version of Tom Brady. You just see him make mistakes that we aren't used to seeing. He's got so much offensive weapons. Um, seeing what the Rams did to even that defense, they were really good. They it's missed tackles, and you had that. You had Robert Woods just in that slot position, just cat like well, open every single, every single possession. Um, like Tyreek Hill, so much better than Robert Woods, I believe in my my mind. Um, I just I think Andy Reid is too smart of a coach to lose this game. It, this is this this is something they had on their calendar for a very long time. And this is this means more than week twelve W. I think this means like this means the rest of the season. This like means that if they do see each other in the Super Bowl, the the winner of this game, it's gonna like definitely play a big factor in that. So Andy Reid is one of those coaches that knows that is gonna put together a scheme. Uh, and I got Kansas City Chiefs on this one. I won't pick this one because I I, I would I, I don't like the way Tampa Bay looked, but it scares me how much money's on on Kansas City. I will say this: so ninety seven percent of the money, ninety seven percent's on the over. Over underlines fifty six. Take that under. 
I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So you're not going to pick this game. If you had, I, to, I would if I had not. to. I pick the Chiefs. If I had to, I pick the Chiefs. But the, the thing that scares me is the amount of money it's on them. So it's one of those things that I, I personally won't bet it. But if I had to, I pick the Chiefs. I, I will say that take the under. Take the under. That's, that's all I'm saying. Tom, Tom Brady just uh, he just hasn't looked like Tom Brady. Um, he's just making making throws. You usually don't see him. He's still making great throws. He threw this like crazy lob that you're like, this is gonna get picked, and just like. It just dumped in one of the wide receivers' hands. You're like, that is insane that he did that throw. Um, but he's just making mistakes, and I don't. I just, I think Kansas City is just going to win this one. Um, didn't want to pick that game because it's really close, guys. But it is the game of the week, and I thought it'd be fun. So uh, my next pick is Bears versus Packers. Packers minus in the half. You can take a guess who I'm picking this. I'm not scared of the spread. I also love teasing this game. Um, Packer, the weather is supposed to suck, guys. It's supposed to be freezing cold um, with, I think, some wind as well. Um, both these teams are very familiar with those weather. But, again, I just don't think the Bears are as good as the record is. Um, I think Packers or and Aaron Rodgers specifically is not too happy with the last how last week played out. Um they're going to run all over them. They're going to throw all over them. I just don't see even the Bears putting up any points at all. The Andre looks good in this. So I have the Packers over the Bears. I didn't pick that one. I see why he made those, made that pick, though. That probably go the same way. Yeah, tease that one as well. Um, and then my pick of the week, Monday night, Seattle versus Eagles. Seattle is a minus five-and-a-half favorite. Um this is my team this season. They gave me some tough losses. They've had some tough competition as well. Uh, I got the Seahawks in this. I just the the Eagles just don't look like Wentz isn't good. He's not good. They lost against I think shitty teams. The offense like just can't do anything. I I I'm one of those guys who are like let's get Jalen Hearns in this game and see what he can do. Because that's the only way they even have a chance to win this thing. Uh, Seattle is just like Seattle. Obviously, has a terrible pass defense, but the Eagles have a terrible passing game. So it's like you know the negative that Seattle has doesn't even matter against the Eagles. Um, I really don't think so. Uh, even with some of their weapons and back, Seattle just go run, run, throw all over these guys. The Eagles aren't going to be able to put enough points to win this game. So I've got Seattle. That's the one with the weird line for me. I, I'd probably take Seattle too just because I Carson Wentz has looked horrible. People are making excuses. not him as a team. The receivers are bad, whatever. He, whatever it may be, he's not good. And it's it, I think it is almost Jalen Hurts' time, and it's weird to say that because Carson Wentz was the, the golden boy two years ago. But – I think they don't want to put Jalen Hurts in because they're scared he's going to do well. Yeah. That's kind of what I think. So the the only two games I have that you didn't have, or actually, no, I have no, yeah, two of them. I've got Atlanta plus three over the Raiders. I know I just talked about how I like the Raiders. The Raiders tend to play in close games. Atlanta looked good last week, in my opinion. So I, I think the Raiders will win this, but it will be by less than three. And then the other one, I've got Chargers plus six over the Bills on the road. I know the West Coast to East Coast trip isn't favorable. The Chargers, they, they this this feels this feels like it's going to be a Chargers blow it 
last second game again, but I don't think it'll be more than the touchdown. They'll, they'll, they'll be up by three and they give up a touchdown and lose by four. Some, something like that's going to happen. So I've got the Chargers in a classic Chargers game losing to the Bills on the road, but winning the spread. Yeah, I like teasing that one too. I like the Chargers are like the number one team to, you know, within a one possession game. Um, plus or minus, whatever you want to call that one. Um, with the, I also had the Falcons plus three. Do you have that same pick without Julio Jones playing? Because he is injured, um, and that's interesting. So that's fine. You, I, it's fine. fine. Cool. I, I think Russell Gage is fine, and, and Ridley's a legitimate number one almost. So I, it, it won't, won't sway me either way. Yeah, Falcons. I'm planning on him not. I'm planning on Julio Jones not playing. By the way, that was that's kind of part of my math. I think it's better that Julio doesn't doesn't play going into the game versus going out during the game. Yeah, and that's tough to watch too. By the way, because you know they're not going to make the playoffs. He's an older guy. Why are you like fraying the last fragments of his hamstring in a meaningless game when when you might be good next year? I I would not do that if I was the Falcons. But that's not my call. Falcons got a really good. Uh, rushing defense, you know, that could constrain Josh Jacobs. Cards gonna have to throw the ball a little more. Um, yeah, I just think this Fred's a little bit weird on that because of the KC game uh, and because the Saints beat up on the Falcons. But, dude, the Saints got good defense. So um, you can't just look at that specifically at the points. Um, yeah, some picks. All right, those are which picks. One, which one would you, which is your lock for sure? Which is my for sure lock. I'm going to go with. Uh, I don't want to do it. Yeah, I'll do it. Atlanta, Atlanta plus three is a lock. Love it. Lock it up. I love it. And also, great tease. Well, that tease plus nine. Um, so, yeah, let's go into DSS. Um, before we get into DSS, though. I got like a little bit of a, a fun conversation I want to have with you, Tommy. Right. Um, and it kind of hit home really hard with me in my last week's DSS and also trickling into fantasy football. It was a, it was a kind of a controversial player. Oh, yeah, I know with this. And <laughs> Tommy's in I'm going with this. And honestly, I like, I really I want to hear Tommy's opinion on this. Um, I'm quite swayed. Uh, but I got verbally abused in one of my fantasy football leagues I'm, that I'm the commissioner of for starting this player. So last week, Taysom Hill was designated as a tight end and also as a quarterback. Not until Friday, and when I said this last week, he was a tight end option in FanDuel DSS that you should start because um, if he becomes the starting quarterback, huge. Um, he was on Friday, and he started for the Saints on Sunday, and you were able to start him in DFS on FanDuel, also ESPN, and a couple other ones, and some other platforms you weren't. Um, I started him, and I won, and it was the points that allowed me to win in one of my fantasy leagues. And I got called a cheater, Tommy, and that my <laughs> character was being judged, Okay. Where do you what, what do you what do you use your opinion on that specifically? I, I'd say specifically, it's not your fault. It, it's not your fault that they're a lot that he's allowed to play more than one position. It's not it really isn't. Sorry, I, I don't. It it was an unfortunate timing of things because realistically, he should have been a tight end all season. 
that would have been fair because he has taken more, I feel like, just as many snaps as a receiver or tight end as he has as a quarterback. It just so happened that they did it the week that Drew Brees got hurt. So the timing of it got really screwed up. So it's not your fault. And now, if we're going to talk about the next loophole, which I think we're going to talk about next, if you did not take him out of the tight end position, he can still be locked in there, even though technically he's not anymore. That's like the double loophole. Did you do the double loophole? <laughs> no, not at all. After I was called a cheater and my character was being judged, I had to take out the points, lose the match. That's take him, not fair. Take him out of my tight end position. So uh, I've got a tax for <laughs> It's what the Taysom Hill controversial debacle caused me last week. I got called names. I had to delete the points, and I had to take him out of the tight end position. And at one point, I just like, this is where I'm getting to, and this is a point, and I'm sorry to kind of get off a little bit of a topic on me. I mean, I just want to voice this to everyone who's listening. Like, you know, we're all sports fans. If you're listening to this, Tommy and I are huge sports fans, and and. And especially in this year, you know, during all the craziness that all of us are going through, um, and we're all going through things differently, you know, we have this solace of sports, you know, and, and it's like we're so fortunate that this is being able to be played, these games are, whether it was from the NBA to baseball to now college and NFL. And, you know, th- this is some happiness in some kind of crazy chaotic world we're living in, um, especially with fantasy. And like, I get to do this podcast with a good friend of mine, Tommy, and we get to have fun with it, you know? And so get back. Like, yes, we are talking about betting money and money. Sometimes it is very much seriousness, um, but let's have fun. And some things don't need to get that crazy. And yeah, some people take this a little too intense. So, uh, yeah, just an interesting last week for myself. Unfortunate, huh, Tommy? Well, we're going to go through DFS lineup, and I'm going to ask you who's a quarterback, and you have a chance to say Taysom Hill without having <laughs> your, your character judged. So where are you going with quarterback? Quarterback, so it's interesting this week. Like, I, I was going down and quarterback and all the most expensive quarterbacks. I got Kyler, super expensive. You got Mahomes. Um, in that as well against the Bucks, who have got pretty good defense. You got Russell, um, Josh Allen, and Rodgers. And honestly, I'm stating all these expensive quarterbacks. If you ask me to really pick one, um, I'm probably going to go with Josh Allen. But um, Russell Wilson Monday, I don't really like including Monday night because most of us are going to do just the Sunday slate. You know, Rodgers is playing in a freezing ice bowl against Chicago. I don't like him either. Kyler is just 9,100 on FanDuel. Super expensive. Um, I'm dating all the expensive guys. So if I had to pick one, I go Josh Allen against the Chargers. Um, I go more value on this one. And my value picks here, take a guess, Taysom Hill against Denver. Um, I also have Danny Dimes in this against Cincinnati. I think that Cincinnati is not going to be able to move the ball offensively. It's going to give Danny Dimes more opportunities on the offense. The Cincinnati defense is terrible. Um, he's really good value on on fantasy on DFS right now. Um, 
And my other two ones are possibly Derek Carr or Baker Mayfield. But I go Taysom more than he does. All right. So you said Taysom. Someone asked me today, what, what is Taysom Hill like? What, what can I expect Taysom Hill? And what I told him exactly was he's Cam Newton. Taysom Hill is Cam Newton. Cam Newton is who I'm going to take. It's, it's the same thing. He's going to run the ball, probably get you one, probably get you a touchdown at least, maybe two if you're lucky, and maybe throw for one. He's going to throw for like 150 yards. Same thing as Taysom Hill. You know, Taysom Hill, but Cam Newton doesn't have Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, like like all these weapons that he was. I was shocked last week. He what, he threw 18 for 20, 23 and two thirty something. Like he was actually getting the rock to Michael Thomas. I honestly thought Michael Thomas wasn't going to do shit this game. Like, and he actually was like targeting and completing Michael Thomas. Like. I just Cam doesn't have that. Cam's got Jacoby Myers. Um, I'm gonna taste him up, man. So I, I think he's gonna have a decent game. But uh, yeah. You ain't All right. Do. Well, that's all out of the mix, and then we're gonna go to running backs. I'm gonna say one that's gonna be a Thursday guy, so it's probably not gonna help people. But Justice Hill, do it. I, I know Gus Edwards is probably the 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 name being thrown around more, but the, again, the two starting running backs for the Ravens out with COVID. I just think they're they're in this two running back system. They're not going to leave it. Justice Hill is very very cheap. So for for very very little, you're going to get a guy who's I think going to get ten plus carries, probably touch the ball twelve times. You might get lucky with a touchdown. So bang for your buck, Justice Hill. I'll let you go with your running backs, and I'll and then I'll add my other one. Yeah, so you're going to kind of learn why I went more value on quarterbacks because it's you know put it all towards the running backs this one, um, dude. Uh, First one, Dalvin Cook. He's playing against Carolina. Not great defense at all. Dalvin Cook has been money every single week. He is a on Daniel, he's eleven thousand dollars, guys. So like he's gonna have to put up some points to make it worth it, but I think he's worth it. If you can figure out him in your lineup, like I don't really care for Kamara this weekend. Henry's playing indie, you know, tough defense and it's in Tennessee's gonna really do much. Aaron Jones playing the ice ball against a good defense. Jacobs is playing against Atlanta with good run defense. Mixon's out. Like, I just, the top guys, like, I just, if you're going to go, you go Cook. Um, and I would follow that up with Nick Chubb against Jacksonville. Um, I think Chubb's going to absolutely dominate. I think he's, like, number one in the league, runs per carry. Um, he's looked nasty. Jacksonville's terrible. Um, that's why I kind of stated Baker because I'm just really, I'm really heavy on Nick Chubb this week. So I would go Cook Chubb if I could with a more valued quarterback, and I'll go that into my wide receivers. If you want to go value, I like Damian Harris against Arizona. Um, he looked really good this week, and you have Rex Burkhead that is on IR. Um, Yes, Sonny Michelle is back, but I still think Harris is the rock guy for the New England Patriots. And Arizona did give up quite an amount of yards and a touchdown last week to Carlos Hyde. And then another one would be Mike Davis against Minnesota. Minnesota's defense is not great. Um, Davis is a decent value. Um, CMC is out again, so I do like Mike Davis. But I'm going, I'm going cook job. Like if I can get them in the mix, um, I'm stacking those two. 
Illumina ad, Aaron Jones, also kind of expensive. And I, for whatever reason, I can't ever just like make myself pick Mike Davis. And he's he's more than proved himself. I just can't do it. I don't know why. You got Aaron Jones in the high school against a really pretty decent defense. They'll throw still. Yeah. I, I think it'll be fine. Moving on to receivers. DK, who do you have here? You know, it's like where to go and pay. Like the big guys don't love at all again. Here with Adams Hill Hopkins. Me neither this week. I don't know. I don't, why. I don't really. I'm not going big on the big guys this one. They're all like a little too pricey. They've got some tough matchups. Just don't think their value is worth it. They're really expensive this week, and um, I just don't love it. Like if I did, I'd have to stack them. You know, like I have to go Kyler Hopkins, and then you're really gonna have to like not go Cook or Chubb, and I don't love that. Um, like where to go anywhere in, in terms of the pricey, it's like Ridley and I'm like kind of favoring DJ Moore a lot this week. So I really DJ do. Moore, DJ would probably be like the most expensive, yeah, Ridley and that one. But um, I like Justin Jefferson this week. Um, and last week I like Jacoby Myers against Arizona, and I like Darius Slayton. Um, again, I'm heavy on New York. Um, Giants, I think uh, I think they're going to be able to pass against the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, Slayton's good, dude. He's not bad at all. Um, he catches the ball. He gets the targets. Uh, so I got Darius Slayton in this one too, and he's good value. He's like fifty five hundred on Fanduel. Yeah, so I like I like uh, Calvin Ridley as well. For whatever reason, he's got the questionable tag, which scares me. I think he's going to play. He, he didn't practice fully today, which is why he gets that questionable tag. But if he doesn't play, then my Atlanta bet's also screwed. <laughs> so a lot of things are contingent on Calvin Ridley playing. I think he will play. Wouldn't worry about it. Deontay Johnson, I like too. Just like I was saying, I don't like the big names here. I, I expect the Steelers, or sorry, the Ravens defense to focus in on the other two. It's maybe a big week for Deontay, so I like Deontay Johnson. And then CD Lamb, man, he's just, he's just good. And I think Andy Dalton yeah. got kind of comfortable with him last week. He is a fantastic player. I thought he was the best receiver in the draft so far. That that distinction's up in the air. But I think when their career's all said and done, CD Lamb's going to be. One of the top guys. As we move to tight ends, this week I put a tight end in my flex as well. With I'll just do mine really quickly. With Adam Thielen out with COVID, when Thielen wasn't playing because of injury, this guy got the ball a lot. It's Irv Smith Jr. It wasn't Kyle Rudolph. It was Irv Smith. Irv Smith, super cheap. He's questionable. He played last week with the same injury, so he'll probably play. Target him as well. Because I've gone cheap with everything else, I just said screw it and took Travis Kelsey. Damn. Um Kelsey's a beast. You can get him in there. I've got – I love the Irving Smith one, by the way, so um, I did not see that one. I went Evan Ingram. Um, even with Slayton, I'm not scared about that. But uh, I think Evan Ingram's going to have a good weekend against Cincinnati again. I'm just stay, I'm saying – I just – I think instead of a redemption game, I think that team is just shocked that they lost their future to not just an ACL, not just an MCL, but like me – issues um and i just think they're not going to be able to have the mental game to compete so i got Evan ingram um random one i just threw out there and because i just want some cleveland in this game as well what do you feel about harrison bryant super cheap yeah 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 like not a david and guy like i saw david dude like i last week was that him i just like just got thrown perfect pass too and just like 
dropped it so badly. I just like I, I was big on him like two years ago, and I don't know what's happened to him. He's kind of just not good. falling off. Very Harrison bizarre. Bryant's good though. He's got good chemistry. So um yeah, Manum, low one here. Wanna go big on some other stuff. Harrison Bryant can be a little interesting this week. Um yeah, but yeah, Kelsey, no joke. Like Kelsey every week, but Tampa Bay. I I would go if I were gonna go pricey, I actually would probably go more Waller. And if you have including a Monday night, Dallas Goddard. But yeah, again, super expensive. Um and I want Trub and Cook. <laughs> in my in my lineup there. I, I literally see I, I didn't do Cook last week and ended up putting like Kamara in the mix. Instead, and that was my losing factor. I lost by six points and not hurt really that. So, um, I'm not doing that again. I don't have to. Defense. Defense. I don't know, dude. Like, not really. I do. Love, not really in love with so many defense this week. Yeah, I love the favorable um, Packers versus the Bears because I just think the Bears aren't going to be able to do any offense in the weather conditions and. Packers don't, don't have a pretty, they have pretty good defense. Um, so if you were to, I'd go Packers. If you were to go cheap, I like the Falcons against the Rangers. Um, they've got really good run defense, um, so they're going to just focus on Doc Jacobs and stop him there. Cards coming off a short week, traveling all the way back there. You know, I just, Atlanta's D has gotten better under the new head coach. Um, and they are like literally the second cheapest on on FanDuel at thirty three hundred. I I do my rest of my lineup and then I slide in the defense. So um, I went Atlanta. I like the Rams. You like the Rams? Rams really? at home. Rams at home against the 49ers. I like the Rams. They looked good last week. They Aaron Donald had a slow week. I'm, he's due for some sort of forced fumble crazy situation. Secondary looked good. I like the Rams. I don't like Jalen Ramsey specifically. I don't know. I don't know why. Do you know what drives me insane about Jalen Ramsey? And I think that maybe it's why I hate him. He's got that pacifier mouthpiece. And he never wears it. Ever. It's never in his mouth. Why even have it? I didn't even notice that at all last week. It drives me, it drives me Full on insane. Look, type him into Google. Look at any picture of him. He's never wearing it he, he, during the get, during the play after the play. Never ever ever in his mouth. Drives Rams, me nuts. Rams have been looking. Yeah, they can be like that. That whole division is just absolutely nuts. Um, uh, I'm gonna worry. Like, I think the Niners, you know, come up a bye and just um, it's a divisional matchup. I think most years playing. Yeah, the Rams are looking nasty in defense. Don't get me wrong. Um, I just think it's like somehow the Niners kind of their number. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah, I'm bad. You don't like my Atlanta pick? You picked Atlanta in your pick Yeah, I don't yeah. mind it. I'm just saying I, if I had to pick a defense. <laughs> They're cheap. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Again, it's Wednesday, guys. Um, luck can happen till Sunday. Uh, COVID injuries, like question marks. Against designation, I just it's it always makes it really interesting to do it a day early, but uh, yeah, we'll see how good we are. We'll see how good we are with the crystal ball. So let's do it. 
All right. Are we ready for my insane college football blitz hustle? Go fast as I can. Try and get through this type deal. I'm taking notes. All right. Take notes. Here we go. Starting with a Friday game. It is Central Michigan minus seven at Eastern Michigan. Central Michigan easily two points for two touchdowns. Excuse me. Better. They have one of the best quarterbacks in the MAC. No matcher during the week this week. Very disappointing. I think they they took that went ahead and took that Friday uh, spot to try and capitalize on the Thanksgiving games. I like this is when I added late because one of my games postponed due to COVID. Texas Tech plus 11 and a half at Oklahoma State. They will still lose the game. It will not be my more than 11 and a half. Oklahoma State has had a weird situation with who they're starting at quarterback and all kinds of stuff. I don't trust them yet. I like Texas Tech plus 11 and a half. Next. Indiana minus 11 and a half at home versus Maryland. Maryland is kind of the cool hot team now because they won at Penn State. Turns out that win means nothing. Indiana coming off of what I thought was, if it exists, what I thought was an impressive loss against Ohio State. This team is hard. They will not lose to Maryland by more than two touchdowns, or they'll win by more than two touchdowns in this game as well. Next one I like. This is the one that's postponed, so I won't even talk about it. It was Tulsa Houston. We'll talk about it later if it ever happens. Next game, Arkansas State minus six and a half at University of South Alabama. Arkansas State, bad record this year. They're, they're not as bad as the record says. They're three and six. They really should be about five and five. South Alabama, one of the worst teams in the fun belt. I like Arkansas State here by a list touchdown. Going on to my last game. By the way, that one's my lock of the week. Arkansas State is my lock of the week. Last game I'm going to talk about is West Virginia, 10 and a half points. You're getting 10 and a half points at home against Oklahoma. Oklahoma's look good. Spencer Rattler has proven me wrong so far, but I have that disdain and hate in my heart still for whatever reason. I just cannot get myself to pick the Sooners. So I like West Virginia, 10 and a half point dogs at home against Oklahoma. And those are my college football games. <sighs> I took notes this week. I don't know. I was having fun on Saturday. It actually was like kind of warming up to me to watch some college and bet up some college. Um, you didn't like my UCLA pick. I think I covered. You did. You did. I, 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 I can't believe it because they didn't have a starting quarterback. And it was no, announced. Like the, 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 again, the scary thing with these COVID things in college for gambling, obviously COVID serious, and I'm not I'm not trying to belittle the fact that the disease itself is serious, but you don't know who has it until the day like of the game because they don't have to announce it. It's not like the NFL. There's no there's no rule making you have to say who has it, who doesn't. You're supposed to follow the protocol. So a kid could have it the whole entire week and you don't know until the game starts. So College football wasn't kind of weird this year. UCLA was one of those games. Starting quarterback, not playing. They had a five foot eight kid from Texas step or five foot ten, excuse me. Maybe he's actually five foot eight. Five foot ten kid from Texas step in there to start a quarterback. Played well enough for them to cover. So UCLA got me last week. That's interesting. Yeah, I literally placed that bet and I said it to Tommy. Tommy's like, Yeah, by the way, you know they don't really have a quarterback. I was like, this is why I don't bet on college. <laughs> Covered. That Wisconsin game killed me though. That was like hard to watch. That was, yeah, that one that was shocking. Whatever. Northwestern's for real. Go Wildcats. Yeah, All right. Anything else you want to add before we get out of here this week? Happy Thanksgiving. Stay safe. Watch some football tomorrow. Stay inside. Be chill. Um, yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Be smart. Be astute. Um, gosh, the numbers numbers not looking good this week and last week, so we got to do better. As people, but um, yeah. <laughs> have a good Thanksgiving, and we'll talk to you next week. Closing time.